gentlemen, may I direct your attention to something quite extraordinary? Chris, the Herons are back. And we got messy. What's going on? What, 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 what? Where is the information? I guess we're getting ready for a sister kissing fiesta. I felt like we were playing a 2 8. It was just a 2 8. Let me tell you, Danny is about to get destroyed in the chat. So you know, Are we kissing sisters, sisters, Chris? And maybe stepsisters, but not regular sisters. I've done a little bit of research on him. When it comes to FIFA, this guy's 68. We're going to have the greatest player of all time on the team. If there's a time to believe, it's not. It looks like a heron shat all over it. You guys are literally getting excited for a rank 65 player on FIFA 23. We got some pretty good FIFA cards on our squad now, all right? You gotta understand, Kevin. This is how this is how we scout our players here on the show. <laughs> Just look at FIFA cards. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Chris, the Herons are back. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 139 of the Battered Herons Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada, and alongside me, as always, Mr. KBD. How are you doing, sir? And you are on mute. All right, good start. Look good at start. that. I mean, it's it's good a terrible start. start, but it's a Thursday, baby. And what? We're how, how close? How much closer are we away to the first game? Uh, we are first game of like, the season. 13 yeah, first days. game of the season. Oh, that's good, man. Days. One day closer than yesterday. That's what counts. Look at that. Richard Greenberg, it's a school night. Shouldn't you boys be in bed? Sensi, why so, so late? Some of us need some beauty sleep. I Sorry. apologize. We had we had some stuff going on today, and we had to wait till 11 o'clock. But, um, you know, it's not too bad. It's, look, some people are saying it's only 11 p.m. Come on, come on Richard Greenberg. You're, you're, a, you're a man of the people. You can stay up late. Um, but, yes, the, the Herons are back. Yes, it's going on. I'm not even going to try to mention, pronounce your name, but uh, shout out to you. And um, it's 8 p.m. Shout out to everybody. Yes, it's a weird time. We apologize. Uh, these 11 o'clock shows won't be happening too often. But uh, it is Thursday night, and you know we are good to go Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. So here we are, and we have some guests with us. What's going on, Johnny Dip? What's going on, Crispy? Allegedly late. Uh, no, we weren't late. late. Uh, we have some Listen, guests. It, sometimes, sometimes things are done better late at night. So, guys, hang tight and enjoy the ride, baby. Not a lot has happened in the last 24 hours. Uh, but we talked about the World Tour yesterday. We're going to talk a little bit about Redondo Rumors today. But before we get into that, nobody cares about the Marlins, by the way. Poverty franchise. Where the hell did that even come from? Oh, my hat. Check out, the batter, check out, check out the batter Marlins thing. David, since you, you love really, the Marlins you feel so like much. you feel like him insulting the Marlins was a good way to like segue into promoing the Marlins podcast. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, and and David, right. I do pull carts better at night, especially after all eleven p.m. Right. So, like I was saying, uh, not a lot has happened, but we do have the World Tour. We're gonna wrap that up, and um, we also have a rumor. Redondo, we were talking about him like two weeks ago or so, and um, I think we have some guests here to join us. So first, I am going to bring on screen, we have Mr. Xavier Guerrero, uh, or as I like to call him, La Voz. What's going on, Xavier? What's up, guys? Late night. Here, late man. Night. We're glad that you sh- – yeah, I'm glad that you joined us 11 o'clock. I know you're a little under the weather, so we appreciate you jumping on with us anyway. Um, for those of you that don't know, we've been talking about the fact that we will be starting a Spanish battered hair on show. It starts next Monday. And we are 
going to be joined by Xavier every Monday night to talk a little Spanish battered herons. So we wanted to get Xavier on here to not only, like Johnny Dip said, Xavier the goat. So wow, not only to, thanks, talk, to get uh, Xavier to talk some bad, uh, into Miami tonight, but also to give you a little taste of the group that's going to be doing the Spanish battered heron show. But it's not just the three of us. We also have a fourth member, uh, Inter Miami's favorite villain, Mr. Daniel Solana. <laughs> Daniel Solana, how are you he's, doing, sir? He's also a mute. And this is just so you can know. Look, I don't make. Entonces, I don't make. Ponte los pelita. Hey, calladito, calladito. I don't make the same mistakes that you make. I took myself <laughs> off of you before I started talking. Just, you know, easy there. But I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Happy to join you fellas on a, on a late Thursday night. But, uh, you know. Just, just another day. My wife will be mad at me after this, but it's all good. Love talking <laughs> soccer with you, fellas. So before we, we start, I, I'm just going to put – go ahead, uh, put the link there. If you want to uh, subscribe to the Battered Herons in Espanol, go ahead, hit that link, and uh, you can subscribe to the channel. Our first episode will be Monday night. But before we get into Monday night, let's just talk about Inter Miami right now. Now, Chris and I broke down the world tour, and I think – I would. I mean, I'm sure everybody would like to hear, and I'll start with Xavier. What's your thoughts are on the world tour as a whole? Did you think it was as much of a disaster as everybody else thinks? Did absolutely you think any not. positives came out of it? Okay, absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. not. No, I'm, I'm about I'm about to to write an article, drop an article on that. I mean, oh, you, you, yes. you have to you have to look at it. There's different ways to look at it, different perspectives. If you're talking about the business sense, absolutely it was fantastic for the team. Uh, is it Hong Kong asking for their money back? They, they, all those shirts, they're not getting my money back from all those shirts they bought <laughs> and that full stadium and all that other stuff. Okay, okay, what, okay. what they're doing is they don't want to, they don't, they don't want to get the, the government doesn't want to, you know, give the money that they offered for the promotion and, and all that stuff that they did there. That they're, they're fighting on that, you know, because uh, the government was granting two million to, to the company that was promoting and a bunch of other crap there. But they're not, they're not getting that money back. What, what did happen there is, I mean, China is a huge, a, a big market, right? And, and if you live with a little bit of a black guy there, you're, you're leaving. Um, but I, I don't think the tour in itself was um, bad, a failure. I think it was, was very good. I think it was very ambitious. It was more ambitious than people realize. And, and when you're ambitious and when you're doing something uh, new and when you're trying stuff out, sometimes, you know, things don't work out the way you want them to. But I, I was looking back, and the LA Galaxy, uh, 2009, 2011, I believe they, they did a, a Asian tours uh, with, with Beckham, and, and they weren't as ambitious. They, they played against uh, teams that weren't maybe up to the caliber of to the teams because Miami went and played the top teams in Asia, played the champion, the champion team of, of Japan, and then an all-star you know, team supposedly from China. Right. And then El Salvador, the, the La Selección de El Salvador. So it, 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 there was no scrubs or, or really gimmies in there. The China team is, is the one that's most similar to, to Miami, which is a team that was like, you know, the China team was put together, a bunch of stars, but we just put together. Miami's in preseason, getting together and, and going out there. And, 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 you know, they're on preseason tour. So they're, they're, those guys, weren't, the idea wasn't to go out there and try to win every single game. Obviously, you want to do that. Right, but you want to get through, through the preseason, and and that's where you have some casualties, where you had Farias, you know, go down. The, the whole thing with Kermaski, I don't, I don't blame it on this tour because he's he, he was dragging something from before, and it just just happens to be the time where you know they said you know we, we need to to get this done. So I don't do think you, it was terrible. 
Do you blame any of these injuries on the tour? Uh, the, the Farias injury, obviously, because you're playing uh, against a, a, a team that's you know pretty pretty rough in an area and in a stadium. But I said it before, and I kind of blame Farias also because um, the way he he is, the way he's built, the type of player he is, he was trying to. And, and if you see that play, he was trying to like stand up this guy. He's getting the ball, and he instead of when the ball's coming, going towards the ball and turning like Messi usually does. He was, he was going to absorb that hit, like if he's like a big guy or something. And this monster, that guy should have been thrown out like a few Yeah, but he was before. playing dirty all game, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He should have been thrown out. The, the referee screwed it up because he almost killed Gregory. That would have been a disaster. He went in once with to Gregory with his leg out, yes. and Gregory flew out of the way, and, and, you know, he should have been recorded there. So the, the referee has a lot of fault with that. You know, it was, that, that's those injuries. That injury for sure was because of the tour, because of, uh, of the player, the caliber of, of team that they were playing. But the rest, uh, you know, it, it happens. Injuries happen. Solana, Xavier doesn't think that the, the tour was a disaster. What do you say? I agree 100%. I tweeted it out today. Oh, um, shit, I'm a villain now. No, you're not a villain, man. But, but, but you, I mean, you, you said it perfect. No, La Voz, La Voz said it perfect. La Voz said it perfect. Look, on the business sense, it was, it was an absolute win on all sides. They made money all over the place. They sold out stadiums, everything. Now, on the soccer sense-wise, look, yeah, you had some injuries. Injuries happen anywhere. But look, Javi said it perfect. They played – they didn't play scrubs. They played the champion – team in uh in saudi arabia and they the, the forwards in that team you had malcolm I and mean, you had forwards that you're not going to face in the mls on either team playing no al was stacked even their b team that's what i'm saying and and even even mm-hmm. al nazar was also you know had a great team on there even though cristiano didn't play and even though manet didn't play but it didn't matter these teams are constructing they have players that mls teams don't have and and they're, they're just facing talent that they're not uh talent superior than what they're going to face all season in the mls so Look, I think the players, especially the young guys, Noah Allen, who got the most minutes out of anybody um, on the on the team in the preseason. I know a lot of people hate on him, and a lot of people are mad at him, and are mad that he didn't get, be. he didn't have a good a good preseason. But look, what was important for Noah is to get minutes, and for Tata to see him get minutes in multiple positions. So I think it's it was important for him to show that he was out there. Look, and mm-hmm. and and the other some of the guys that I think didn't benefit from the the tour, maybe Robert Taylor, he didn't see a lot of minutes. But he had a golazo. But he he said it today. What was it, Chris? Four cities, uh, four city or wait, four four games, three cities, two missed PKs. Well, that's what he said. So poor guy. Yes, I yes. wish he would have he would have had more of an opportunity. And we were talking about it before. I wish he he would have an opportunity to play a four three three with Suarez and Messi up front. I think he would yeah. he would fly down that left hand side, uh, or even the right hand side and have Messi play on the left. But look, overall, I think it was win win on, on you know for the business side and for the team. Um, and, and really for the camaraderie side as well. You know, we didn't talk about that yet, but I think that's really important when you have mm-hmm. a lot of new players and you're bringing in uh, big personalities like a Suarez and you have, you know, these other big personalities like Messi and Busquets. Sometimes the young players uh, will, will be in awe. And it's important for the young players to not be in awe of these players when they're on the field with them. They need to be, you know, respect each other and they need to understand that, hey, I'm playing with these superstars and I'm okay to play with them. So it's important to go on these road trips to, you know, to gain confidence as a team and to come together as a team. So I think it was positive, even even with the injuries overall. Well, and and I want to bring up something now that you're speaking along the lines of the, the experience that they're getting with the older players. It's like Danny mentioned, 
you know, if there's anyone that gets this camaraderie deal is people that are traveling uh, to play away games, especially on tours like this. So these are things that are going to matter in the locker room and they're going to be able to play out onto the pitch. And I don't know if you guys saw, but in our last episode, I ended up putting up a video of of Jordi Alba. And should I just bring it up, Danny? Should I show them? Yeah, go for it. And while you do that, uh, I, I'm sure that they've seen it. But just real quick, shout out to Adrian. Adrian, thank you for supporting the, the Batter Fans Network. He he was Absolutely. participating in the Marlin Show earlier with the Heat Show uh, an hour ago. And he, now he's rocking with us here on the Batter Herons. So shout out to you, Adrian. We appreciate the support. Shout out, uh, to his partner. shout out to his partner, his girlfriend, or you know, whoever is with him, because that's a real MVP. I'm pulling up the video now, and uh here. I'm just gonna bring the volume down here. Uh and and shout out to Adrian also. He referred me to a really good uh a really good arepa at the stadium. So shout out to you. You're the real hero, Adrian. All right, so I don't know if you guys saw, but in the last episode, I ended up putting this video when they were coming out in halftime. And you see here, for those of you that are listening on audio, Jordi Alba and Noah Allen, like, really communicating with each other about what to do on the field. You know, Jordi Alba is legitimately giving him some really good advice yeah. or some good guidance. And that's something I'm just going to go ahead and remove this. Uh, but that's something that realistically is, like, it's, it's, a, it's a great thing to see out of these players. Uh, Noah Xavier? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and Luis Suarez, when he did his press conference, he said one of his things that he wants to do is, is part of the legacy is, is to teach his kids and, and leave, you know, all the talent that's there, leave some of that knowledge behind. And, and you see it. I, I don't remember um, somebody mentioned that they thought mm -hmm. that there was like some uh, a disconnect in the locker yeah. room between that. And, and I said, I don't I don't see that because these guys are one, they're 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 pretty humble guys. They're, they're very accessible yeah. to the players and you see it there. You see it there, and they, and they really genuinely are guys that love the game and own the game, and they want to give back to the game. That's my impression. And and you saw Suarez also walking in the front talking, you know. And, yes, and, and, when, and when Ruiz scored that goal, Messi and Alba were hugging him, and the emotion that they showed seemed genuine. It, it, you know, it, they were like really happy for the game and for the kid. So I, I, I don't see that disconnect, and I see that these guys are, are being a positive influence. That's one thing that, that people discount. They say, oh, the, the, the um, Century Village crew or the old, you know, but these guys are coming in. Like, these guys are all-timers, right? These guys are all-timers, and they're coming into this locker room, and they're feeding, and they're creating or being part of this culture, and they're elevating the culture because these guys have won it all. Look around that room, and there's no trophy that hasn't been won, you know, and that has to leave something to that team. For the future and, and let me mention something before uh, and and shout out to joe kerr all the way from wakanda uh he mentioned that earlier he said <laughs> that he's watching all the way from wakanda and he's saying that danny hasn't slept since he got uh money matthew spreadsheet danny we got to bring that up at some point yeah shout um, out to money matt that was a nice spreadsheet and and speaking of culture right along those lines solana like, do you agree with Xavier right now where he's basically saying, like, yeah, they're basically sort of building this culture? And, I mean, I could see it too. So I imagine that you see it as well, right? Yeah, no doubt. And I think you see this even at the national team level. So when you see Suarez and Messi, even today, they're still playing with the national team. You see them go back. You see the young guys, how they talk about them and, and how, how 
how much they they respect them and they admire them so much for all the knowledge. And good evening, uh, Mr. Lucas. There, appreciate uh, you for joining us tonight. Um, so yeah, I, I, again, going back to that, you see Suarez, you see Messi. Uh, <laughs> these guys, bro. No, you get get used to it. Well, get used I, to look, it. Get, I love by it. the way, by the way, yeah. I am with Mike yeah. V because you said giving him good advice, and in my mind, I didn't say anything, but I thought to myself, how the hell do you know what he was saying? He could hey, literally listen, been saying absolutely anything. Uh, being critical and pointing at the field looks like he's giving him advice that's going to be good for Noah Allen. So, I mean, apparently Mike V thinks that he's discussing his uh, his car warranty. Last episode, <laughs> he said he was telling him that Geico could save him fifteen, you know, fifteen <laughs> bucks on fifteen minutes of insurance or whatever the hell. So, I mean, I don't bro, know. Chris, tell him the truth, bro. Tell him you know how to read lips, bro. Tell him the truth. I do, man. I do. I do. I'm like uh, Brandon Guzio. Look, this is Solana and, and Xavier, both of you guys said that it was a success. I'll tell you why I thought that it was a disaster. I thought that they played the, the starters in general way too much. I, I thought that that was a disaster the way they handled that. For preseason, the young guys should have gotten a lot more run because the experience that you guys are talking about and the veteran leadership should be led. I know. I get it. I know. But the veteran leadership is led from the bench telling the young guys, do this, do that, and then they go play. Let the older guys play 30 minutes. The young guys should be the ones getting the experience against the upper-tier competition in those big stadiums with the big crowds. There's, there's no reason why Messi should be playing 85 minutes against Al-Halal. Absolutely not. Now, Xavier was giving me the money sign, and I get that. But the reason I think that this is a disaster is because I was okay with this tour when I thought that it was a tour so, yes, I understand. Trot around Messi, but, hey, you get to see him for 15 minutes, and then it's still preseason, so have fun watching, I don't know, uh, Robbie Robinson run up and down the left side. But that, that's not what happened. I guess they paid enough to really force Messi to play that much. To Busquets played an insane amount. I'm I think sorry. Jordi Alba ran out there like 90 minutes every single game, it felt like. like. It felt like Jordi Alba was just always on the pitch. And I think that that was a like just – on the pitch in itself, the fact that they played that much, I thought that that made it a failure. I really thought that that was a, a, a really bad job because even if it was a domestic world tour, or, I'm sorry, or a preseason tour, and they were just going around the United States, if you play your stars that much in a preseason, I think that you're messing up. In the NFL, they don't do it. In the NBA, they don't do it. When Real Madrid comes to the United States, they play at most a half the, their starters. Like, I don't understand why we were playing our starters that much. Um, but that's why I think it was a failure. Solana, you, you think that they should have just played 90 minutes all seven games? No, I, I mean, I agree with you on that sense. But okay. again, like, like Javi said, it's all about money. And the contracts are signed and there's stipulations and players need to play, you know, a certain amount. So I get it. Um, you know, maybe that that's Inter-Miami's fault for not, you know, not signing the contracts the right way, not putting stipulations in that they're only going to play 30 minutes or whatever. But, you know, who knows what the contract said? Who knows what they got paid? Um, you know, all that's done behind closed doors, and we're not privy to those conversations. So, look, um, yeah, I, I would have you know, liked for the players to not play as much as well. But, look, money talks. That's that's the end of the game, and that's that's what it's all about at the end of the day. And I, I wonder how much of it is, is Messi's influence too, because if you go back to last season – there was times where Messi was – you would think that he should have been rested. We're talking about the regular season because, remember, yeah, he yeah. missed a lot of games at the end. And and I got the feeling because Tata in the press conference was, oh, we're going to manage. We're going to, you know, we're going to rest. And, and Messi's playing. 
And how much of that is Messi saying, hey, I, I'm going to play. I want to play. There was a game, I don't remember what game it was, where, where he was like going to get him out. And he basically said, you know, he stayed in the game. So how much is it that these four guys that get privileges that other guys don't, are, it's like, hey, you know, we want to play. We want to stay in. And, you know, and maybe the coach kind of like didn't want to get go to war on that. I don't and that's know. Some, and, and let me tell I think you're along the line. You're, you're right along the line. And I agree with that because I've mentioned to you, Danny, before that I think that there's just times where they went up to Messi. It's like, you want to play? And he's like, yeah, of course I want to play. Like preseason or not. Like we're talking about players want to play. I think everybody puts I mean, Messi up on a pedestal. I don't think he wants to play preseason games 90 minutes. I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't believe that at all. I disagree. Dude, he's a player. I, what are you I, talking I about? What? I think he I, does. It's not a pedestal. It's just the way he is. It's just the no, way. I, I mean, he, that, that. he went. He went in and did the the, the commercial though, the Wicklow commercial. He went all out there. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't half-ass it. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I don't believe that. I don't believe that he wants to play ninety minutes in a preseason game. I really don't. I don't he well, didn't want to take the penalty I, I, kick. If you wanted to play that much, you would have taken the penalty kick. I, I don't want to think you didn't really believe Gressel was going to play your know, midfield. You thought he was going to be right back, so you know. Well, and I, I don't want to take midfield. a shot. It was horrible. I don't want to take a shot at you, but you've never played that competitively at that level, so you don't oh, know what he's thinking. And you don't know what players. No, nah, it's it's a truth. Um, it is the truth, but I still don't. So, so you you don't know you don't know you don't know the competitive nature of those guys and how bad they want to play, how much they love the game. So. Look, that's all I'm you saying. You really man. think uh, at his oh age, he, he's could, a could smart this be guy. his last tour? Could this be his yeah. last tour? And he's like, fuck it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, never I'm know. gonna enjoy this. He exactly. literally said, he literally said just a month or two ago, hey, mm -hmm. uh, my focus is Copa America. He didn't mention MLS, he didn't mention a Champions Cup, he didn't mention the world tour. He said, My he focus is Copa America. He has to appease his fan base. He has to appease his fan base. That's it. You think he said it just for Argentinas? For Argentinans? No. <laughs> no, but he's got to say that, and that could be his last major tournament. You don't, I mean, it could possibly, you know, Fidel Di Maria already said it was his like going to be his last major tournament with the national team, and you know, Messi could could continue for the World Cup, or he might stop. You never know. So, if it is, it is. I, and and I want to mention something here because you guys in the comments are amazingly distracting. Because I, I literally, why da while Danny and these guys are having serious conversations, I'm here just playing with toys, like. In the and by the way, section. no, I, I need to let everybody in the chat know that it's very difficult, and, and I, I give Solana a bunch of credit. It's very difficult to keep your train of thought when you see somebody out of the corner of your eye cracking up, and <laughs> you try not to look at what they're laughing at. You guys don't realize how distracting sometimes. I love you guys, and I, I'm glad, but sometimes when Chris gets on his t laughing tangents, it makes it very difficult to keep a, a straight thought. <laughs> Shut up, okay? And living a living room account is basically saying this was a total fail tour. He and... always has he always has bad takes. Whoever that living room account guy is, <laughs> no, and then and then Mr. Krabs is saying another great take. Never should have loaned Emerson. <laughs> right, uh, Emerson would definitely. Oh, we're gonna get on the Emerson talk. We're gonna get on the Emerson talk. Oh God! Man. I mean, I'm, I'm just look. I'm not, I'm not asking to talk Emerson. I'm just letting, letting you guys know what the people think. Okay. And, and look, and Ikim is correcting me, and I appreciate that because if the t context was a question about the World Cup, and he said, "I'm not talking World Cup. My focus is on Copa America," then that makes a lot more sense. So, uh, so yeah, thank you for correcting me. 
Listen, but that, it is what it is, Bobby. You know, people are talking facts here in this chat. And if you don't like it, Danny, then toughen up, Buttercup. All right. Well, real quick, uh, World Tour, we, we disagree. I think it was a, a, a crap. I, I, I don't blame any of the injuries on it, but I do think it was crap. Um, but I did want to get because Xavier brought it up, so I'm going to throw it back to Xavier. Uh oh I was wrong about Gressel not playing midfield. But he played like shit when he was on the midfield. He started playing better when he was either what right wing back or right wing is when he looked the best. What do you think about Gressel so far before we go over and ask Solana? What do you think about Gressel so far? Do you think he's going to start? Because I don't see him. <clears throat> I think that it's either going to be either him or or um, Yedlin starting. What do you think, dude? Well, we... we... And I don't remember if it was in this show. I don't remember what show, but we, we there was a conversation, and I think it was this one. We're talking directly, uh, Yellen Gresso, and you were saying, I think it was you saying Gresso would start, and I said I, I, over Yelling right away. Like, how, how can you just come yes, in? Yes, I remember that. Yes, yes, yes. So, so I, I if it's at right back, no, he's. I don't think he starts over Yelling. How has he played? I, I think he's shown some signs of what they expected from him, but he's been um, kind of regular. Kind of mid, he hasn't really done anything spectacular because he's supposed to be one of the prized free agents, really. And mm -hmm. I, MLS, I, yeah. I, I haven't seen all those great passes. I've seen a lot of mistakes on the passes. I don't know if it's because he's coming in and he, maybe he's a little. I, I I'm not sure, but he hasn't been great. He hasn't been great in, in my eyes. Um, I tweeted out also before, like a while back. I was like, you know, has he done enough to to take Taylor out of rotation? And and I I don't think so. Uh, but is he a solid player? I, th I think so. I even mentioned, and I wish, they have all this talk about center backs. This guy's a big guy. And he, he's played in the bag. What, I, you know, Mascherano was a little short guy, and Barcelona needed one. They took him and, and played him a center back, and he played amazing. I, I haven't seen, I don't see he's that. Like culo. But, but he was amazing, you know. He, 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 got, he got a little more life in those tires because from the five, they moved him back a little bit, and he had a little more life. I think Russell hasn't been terrible. Let's give him the season. But first impressions have been meh, you know, neither yeah. here nor there. Nothing, nothing uh, spectacular in my eyes. But he's known to be a, a good commodity, a good player. Let, let's give him time. So you think that he starts over uh, Yedlin if, if what they're doing is fighting over the right back spot? Uh, no, no, no. I, I, I think Yedlin um, would be the I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. You think Yedlin starts over. I agree. Yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't think that he would look the way he did, and uh, I, I agree. I think Xavier. Uh, I keep saying Xavier. Every time I think try to say Yedlin, I think Xavier for some reason. I think Yedlin would, would be the starter. We, we, we have similar best. speed. Oh, that, I, that, that's what I it agree is. With that. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Solana, what do you hey, think? What do you think let, about Russell? I don't know, but somebody let Adrian know that uh, Emerson has like three seasons on Suarez. Suarez has five games <laughs> with Inter Miami. Listen, but <laughs> like, facts are facts, Bobby. Well, after right, after the first game, after the first game, the Suarez scores. Bring, bring that up. Bring that back <laughs> no. up. Yeah. But anyways, like um, Gressel to me has been a, a complete disappointment. But so has you know, so has Tata Martino up to this point. Um, I don't know what he's thinking with the three five two. I don't think Inter Miami has the three oh, center steaming. backs to play that, even with with Freire, uh, you know, with the Freire acquisition. Um, but uh, you know. If they're going to play 3-5-2, my preference is to have Gressel on the right wing back over Yedlin. Why? I think he just gives you a bigger body. I think he's better on the ball. 
than Yedlin is. Yedlin gives you a little bit more speed, but I, I just think Gressel is is a little bit more dependable when it comes down to it. Um, that's my preference, but I would just prefer a four three three. I think that's what they're going to go with. I think it's what the team plays best. Um, but mm-hmm. I, you know, again, could he you know play over Yedlin in a four three three? Yes, but I think Yedlin is better suited to play right back in a four three three than Gressel. Um, but Gressel just has has been terrible up to now, and I just I I, I I'm hoping that it's just him playing out of position or him playing in a position that maybe he's just not suited for in you know in this formation and this lineup with this team but you know that that's my opinion on that and look man i, I said it suarez is just like yoel says suarez is going to kill this league man i don't know if he's going to kill it but i say at least 20 goals or over Whoa. 20 is my my Whoa. take 20, 20 goals is a so lot far? of mls well you talking no, all competitions or, or the regular all competitions no all competitions all competitions yeah yeah and i know i know buanga had 38 last year in all competitions so i think suarez can get 20 Solana's coming also. in with some steamy takes the last two, three minutes right there. No, I saw Rob yeah, but, Wise. Oh, go ahead. No, well, we, we have to think that there was a game where they played Yellen and Gresso, and Yellen was more of the, 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 the right center back, and Gresso was further up. So that, that's also a combination if they do that. But one thing, now that you're mentioning guys, that I've been a little disappointed. I've been a little disappointed, Toto Aviles. Uh, what he's played in in the the right center back, I thought that, you know, I, I thought this kid was going to give me a, a a bigger jump because he he's talented. He he knows with the ball, he knows how to give good passes. He he has some movement, and I expected him to be a little faster. And none of that has really been shown in this preseason. There was a lot of games where he was just giving some sorry balls with the pressure on top of. Well, him. I think so, that that's where he's looked the worst. He can't seem to handle the pressure at all, which is mm-hmm. where Kristoff. Is one of the few bright spots about Christoph. Christoph can seems to handle that pressure. I, I think Christoph handles the pressure just fine. Now, obvious? So. No. Kamal Miller, I think also did. I thought that that's why they were decent last year, but they couldn't get back with that high line that they were playing. And then Rob Wise brought up the fact that he wanted Solana to admit that Suarez has been just as bad as Gresso. Now, there's a couple of things there. One. I think Suarez has made good runs. He's made good passes. He has not finished, which I understand that that's the job of the striker. I get it. But I think that when you establish yourself as a certain type of player, you get some credit. And I think Suarez has established the credit where if he is putting himself in those positions, you trust that he's going to eventually knock those into the back of the net. Gressel, on the other hand, has not. What did Gressel do? He got benched in the playoffs last year. You can't tell me that he's established the credit to, to be like, well, don't worry, he'll get it going. He hasn't proven that to me throughout his career. Yeah, he had a cute run with Atlanta where he won Rookie of the Year, won the title the next year, but then he was playing in Vancouver. Who the hell watches Vancouver? I have no idea how he did back then. Then he went to Columbus. Vancouver. Lost. How did he look in Vancouver? Supposedly he was a midfielder, and I don't know how he did over there. I don't know. I'm going to go back and check the tapes. I'll let you know. All right. Well, there you go. And then Columbus, <laughs> he gets benched. So... I don't know. I, 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 I wouldn't say that Suarez has looked as bad as Gressel no, no. because I think that Suarez has showed me enough where I believe that he'll just be able to finish now because I feel like he's just missed some. He's just, he's just swift on a couple, and I think that he's going to be just fine. By the way, he didn't score in, in Brazil until like his fourth or fifth game in the regular season. So he, he took a little while to get going, but he ended up winning player of the year. So I wouldn't be too worried about Suarez. Yeah. And, and, and I do think up. that – 
yeah, I go don't ahead, want Solana. Phil Neville back. I saw that comment. I don't want Phil Neville back. <laughs> Nobody uh, wants him back. Nice guy, but I don't want him back as coach. And and I'll, I'll drop another another uh, take that I got. I got a little uh, th- uh, a little message here earlier, but uh, the the message said if Tata Martino doesn't shape it up, maybe Xavi might take his spot at the end of the, at the end of the well when that the, that, that, that would in La Liga. What so, a hot mess that would be. Just throwing it out there. That's a little take that I got or a little message I got uh, earlier. Shavi, Shavi, I think I'll do a better job. This Shavi. I will be crying or complaining about the refs and all this other garbage. Look, just put the four of us and we'll do a better job than Javi and his and his uh in his lineup. Well, I don't know about that. I, I I'm sure he's forgotten more football than we've ever learned. But oh yeah, as, on as the a, field for sure. As, as a pitch, yeah. definitely. <laughs> but uh, as as a coach, what I've seen with Barcelona, I, no, no, absolutely not. We wouldn't want that guy. No, uh, I, I'm okay. And are you guys really overreacting on Tata already? Like he was experimenting to see if the the, the three in the back would work. He saw I did it. I agree. He went to the four in the back. Like if he would have kept it going throughout the whole preseason and then the first game of the season, it's still three in the back. Then like this guy's a fucking psychopath. But he's changed it, and I think that he's trying new things. I I think it's way too early to to jump off the Tata bandwagon just yet. Um, but you know yeah. what I think he's doing with the with the current center back situation is he's taking center backs that had better control and less speed, and now we have center backs that have more speed. I mean, I guess if you want to call it that, because Freire, we haven't even seen him walk. Uh, I guess he's trying he's, to get better slow. speed, just less control. I mean, at this hey, point, what's going to be better? More breaking news. Uh, I just oh. got the text. Redondo's happening. Well, uh, so it, until it's official, let's not let's not put right. that let up. Inter Miami, let Inter Miami uh, announce it. But I'm just letting you know, I got the text. Redondo's coming. Yeah. Nice. So guys, prepárate, prepárate la teta. Okay, he's coming. How are they going to use him? How are they going <laughs> to use him? What are they going to do? That's um All right. Well, let's play the hypothetical, right? Because I don't I don't want to um put stuff out there and it tells it's official. But All right, of course. Uh look at look at your crabs. What's your source? Trust yeah, look at that. Right? That's it. <laughs> well, no. I'll tell you who my uh, source is. You want to no, know my source? Just, I'll tell. Oh my no God. problem. No. And, unless no. it's like an official reporter that just reported on Twitter, it's fine. Don't put He was on my show there. the other He was on my show the other night. So Will Forbes my, it, is, is the text that I got. Will Forbes uh, is the one that told me that Redondo's coming. Will Forbes, you, isn't he? Doesn't he have like an MLS page? I think I just yeah. see MLS moves. Or yes. Uh-huh. MLS yeah. moves. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, apparently uh, Mr. Will Forbes has reported that. So let's play the hypothetical. If we get Redondo, uh-huh. where would he play? Busquets, if he's not injured, he's starting. Not every so game. So not every game, right? Obviously, but let's say the games that he is healthy, he's playing. There's, I'm assuming it's going to be a four-three-three. So what else are we doing? We got what? Uh, Gregory. I want Gregory to start. Yeah, I agree. David Reese isn't going to start. He's going to be a death piece. Diego Gomez, I thought would start. So do we change to a four-four-two? Like, what are you guys thinking? Uh, Xavier, what do you think? There's there's a lot of games. What is Cafecito? Another world take with Busquets. There's a lot of games that are going to yeah, be played sure, this season, sure. right? They said if, yeah. if everything plays out, it could be you know 60 games over over 60 games. That's a lot of games. You need a deep roster, especially when you're fantastic four, you know, the fantastic four, lo, lo, 
whatever you want to call them. Uh, I call them messy and the fantastics and some, some people like it, some people don't. You know, I want it to be different. But when you have those older guys, I mean, they are older guys in, in great mm -hmm. shape because Messi, to me, in the first game in Salvador and then the second game, Dallas, looked like he was, he looked strong, he looked fit. And then unfortunately he got, you know, hurt. I think this tour, one thing that we could get from this tour is an idea of like how they should be used, right? After two games, three max, they need a rest, man. Because look at look at um, Suarez, his knee started inflaming in the third game. It's like That's these tough. guys, two two games, three games, maybe a rest. I I don't like them ninety minutes. I'm I'm a forty five, sixty five for for these guys, and and let the other guys play. And remember, if, if it's sixty games. So every three games, so so the other kids are going to get a lot of games too. So there's plenty of um, opportunity if if they move them around. But now, I said it when we were off the air. This is this guy's a big guy, six two, right? Six two. Why why not use him? I even said it with Diego Gomez. These are guys that can be used as, as center back also. You know, if you're going to do that three five or, but but there's there's plenty there's plenty of games to rotate. And move these guys, and and there's going to be injuries, and things are going to happen. And red, car you know, Gregory is a, is a walking yellow, so he's going to be suspended at least for one game. Or for sure. So for the, sure. there's he's there's opportunities. The, the issue is is you know Tata, how is he? What's his game plan? How is he going to use them? How is he going to rotate? How is he going to keep these guys healthy? Because we don't care. You know, the season starts 20-0. Inter Miami's 20-0. Oh, amazing. The end of the season, getting into the playoffs, everybody's hurt. You don't want that. So he needs to make well, sure the beautiful that he's thing everybody. about go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. The beautiful thing about Redondo is that he's supposed to play that six role. So you could essentially play a double pivot with Busquets and give Busquets the freedom to roam up. Redondo, I was looking up some of his stats. 89% of his passes completed. Per game, eight passes into the final third from his position per mm -hmm. game. Three and a half interceptions, one per game. He wins almost 70% of his, his duels. Like he is a solid player. And mm -hmm. I think that they have to find a way to put him next to Busquets if he plays. Now, I just don't know who's going to lose their spot. I, but like you said, there's so much rotation that they'll all eventually play. But I'm talking about like the big games. Like if it's a championship game or a semifinal, like what is, what's the 11? And I, I would like to see him out there a little more. Solana, what do you, where do you think Redondo ends up on this team if, if it becomes official that he's going to come to Miami? I mean, if, if, you know, if it becomes official and, and they announce it, um, I think this guy's going to be a superstar. He's he's young. He's got all the talent, all the qualities. I've seen him play at Argentino Juniors this past year. Um, you know, he got a lot of minutes, only yeah. had a couple goals and a couple <laughs> assists. But uh, <laughs> I will, man. I will. Not a problem. I'll, I'll head up. You know, if he's on his way right now, I know the flight from Argentina. Uh, if he's flying American Airlines, gets here at 5 a.m., I'll be there at, a, at, you know, at MIA waiting for him. No problem. Uh, I'll pick up his bags, take him wherever he wants to go. Um, but yeah, I think he's going to be a superstar. I think he's going to be a superstar and I think he's going to end up starting, uh, on, in the big games. I, I know that's I premature. Like he should. I know that's he's premature gonna be to say that, but if, if he's coming with this hype, yeah, if he's coming with this hype, I think he's got to, um, but at the end of the day, I think you gotta let the, you know, let, let's let the season play out let's see what Tata does. You know, he has a lot of talent at his disposal now at the midfield position. You guys named a lot of players. One, one player that we didn't name yet is Kremaski. You know, he's going to be in, in the, you know, in there too. Um, so it's it's just a lot of young guys surrounded by, you know, this this mental cyborg. And it's unbelievable. And I think I, they're just going to, they're just going to feed off of them so much. It's going to be, a, it's going to be amazing for them. 
I want to I want to mention something because here we have uh, Rob Wise saying it wasn't a text; it was Solana's Uber app going off. So, <laughs> uh, which is which is just terrible. Uh, but you know what I think? I, I and it's crazy because people are here mentioning that Busquets should play center back. Busquets, and Redondo no, like, no. I, I mean, no, what are we like doing? Like, uh, I mean, and, uh, look, who, say, who said then, that? It was. Uh, it's not the living was, room guy was, again, right? It was soccer daddy. No, it was soccer daddy. <laughs> And then, and then we have Vice uh, Lucas is mentioning Gre Gregory SCB at oh, center back. No, too many. Uh, uh, and, uh, okay, well, yeah, that's true. One thing in, in a desperate true. situation. Desperate one thing situation. I want to mention is that if Redondo comes, then Gregory's going to come off the bench. Uh, hypothetically speaking, I don't think that's a bad idea to bring in Gregory off the bench, like fresh. In the middle of the game to destroy everyone who is dead already. I don't see it. I don't see everything that you guys are saying just yet. If this kid gets here, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe because I'm old school. But um, you come into the team, you got to earn that. Unless you're one of these guys like Messi or whatever that already comes with that pedigree. The kid's a, yeah. a top talent, and he's an up and coming talent, and and he has a pedigree because of the bloodlines and all that stuff. But but if you're walking His into the locker room. If you're walking into a locker room and you're a 21 year old, fresh face, you know you might be six two like Campapi, but you got to earn it, and, and you can't. You're not just gonna take that dog, uh, Gregory, out of the midfield. A guy that's been your captain, a guy that that that's re well respected, and just push him to the side for the for what did these guys say? <laughs> Read it. I don't think you just push him to the side. I don't think it's that simple. I think as the season goes, he could earn it and win it if he has all that quality and shows it. What did they say? They said that. Uh, just for those of you why, wondering why everyone is distracted all of a sudden on audio, Happy with the comment of the night saying that Solana's hat came with a harmonica. <laughs> it, it was a Father's Day. <laughs> oh, with, a, with a harmonica. That's fantastic, dude. That's Bro, fantastic. If, you, if that guy that goes to an Inter Miami game, please, please, or that person, hit me, up, that uh, hit me up on Twitter or something. Please, I want a picture with you or I want something. Like that just that I'll take like that, but take that hat. Yeah, no, 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 hundred percent. I'll, I'll be there. Nuggets next here. You guys, are you guys saving this? Because I think we can, uh, you know, sell a scrapbook with all these crazy stuff. That oh no, see. these comments. Listen, I, I literally sleep picturing these comments in my brain. Uh, all I night. know. It, Chris distracts me so much. At least with you guys, I have somebody else to kind of just wait for you guys to talk. But Chris is. Hey, yeah, I could talk too at the same time. I mean, it's just I'm gonna dive when right into. When you crack up laughing, it's not. That's All right. right. Uh, it's, so, so uh, Solana, you said Wolf Forbes reporting it already, but we don't know if it's 100% official. So, hypothetically, Redondo might be coming. I think he would fit really nicely with this team. I would love yeah. to see him play that sixth role, give Busquets some freedom. And uh, hopefully this happens because, I mean, if we get him in the midfield, we have Busquets, we have Gregory, we have David Ruiz, which has looked much better so far in the preseason, and then we have Diego Gomez, who has been absolutely balling in the Olympics. Solana, yeah, you were yeah, telling me about what you saw today. Balling. Yeah, Gomez has been taking it to a different level. But let, let me tell you something. Uh, all, all those things, all those names have been mentioned, but but when Miami actually starts touching and moving the ball, it's always when Messi drops back and gets it. Because like, ideally, we'd want Messi to be a little further up with Suarez, right? Yeah. And, and for him to get in positions where he just does his famous cut in and boom, or, or, or do, do his thing. But But... It, at least in this tour, and even last season, the best when Miami played best was when Messi would drop and actually start creating. So, 
hopefully, you know, one of these guys can step up and, and fill that role so he doesn't have to run as much or, or, or waste as much uh, gas in the game so he can be a little further up. But I don't know if we have that person on the team. I, uh, I would be really freaking pissed if Gomez up? comes back after being a freaking all-star. And thanks it. And just what? is a non-factor. Oh, 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 okay. I thought you meant like you just didn't want him to come back, period. Shout no, out to I, Money I mean, Matt. I don't want him. King, yeah. king of the spreadsheet. Uh, yeah, I, but you hate on Diego Gomez. But that's what Diego I'm saying. Gomez. Like, if he's he's balling out there, if he right. comes back and he's trash, I'm going to be furious. That It just tells you it's a confidence thing. He's over there, and he's the man, and he's confident. He is the man so that, there. That, that, That's where the the guys, the Fantastic Four, the Messi, the Fantastico, need to bring him in and tell him, hey, you know, make him feel like you need to play and you're at this level. Let's do it. That's where that leadership comes in for, for the younger kids because he might be one of the guys that's in awe. I mean, last season when he his yeah. first games, he, he looked uncomfortable and he said it in an interview. He was nervous. Yeah. It's one of the few times that I heard a professional player admitting that he was nervous. You can tell that they're nervous, but they never admit that shit. And, the first, and the, the first couple of minutes, he was on the pitch. The very first game, a big uh, foul, and it's like, what are you doing, my yeah. guy? Like he yeah. was, he, he came out. But mm-hmm. but he has that energy, and he has the physicality, and he has he's a, he he can do it. And hopefully this season he will. What is this? Gomez going back to keep running around the field like a crazy person. <laughs> no, and, and Conley said Diego Gomez is still twenty. Uh, give him time. Uh, look, I, I've been preaching uh, patience with him. Chris is the one that wants to send everybody off if they're not named Emerson for some reason. No, but how, much, uh, uh, how much time is time? How much time is time? I told you half the season. He's, he's, he's been on a team for six months, bro. Give him, you know, half the give season. Him six give him until like, yeah, give him until like June. Like Chris is like, no, that's it. Ship him off. It's like, you kidding me? But yeah, you Everybody's want Emerson back. Kid. You want Phil Neville back after like two seven game losing streaks. Who yeah, the hell understands you? He's got bad takes just like living room guy. <laughs> yeah, I, listen, I, I get really, both battered hair and hosts is, are is getting roasted him? today by is the that guest. Him? Is, is he the living room guy? Like he'll, t- he'll type in the comments. That's his <laughs> <laughs> I'm already distracted by the comment section. I just stopped typing. Living room guy. I, there's no more comments. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, that's it. We are like, what was it? 13 days away from the first game of the season. Did you guys hear that James Rodriguez is linked to Real Salt Lake? Oh, Lord. Yeah. Who is he that. not linked to? That guy, he just, all he, all, I think he likes signing contracts. Like, he just likes using the pen. <laughs> Making easy money, man. I, I, feel, I feel bad for that guy. What a shame, yeah, man. man. What a talent that has. 2014, I thought this guy's going to be the real deal. Signed with Real Madrid. He, he was for a little bit. For well, a little then, little then bit. Zidane took over and completely killed him. There was a point in one of our episodes, this must have been like over a year ago, Danny, that we were talking about Hamas. And I told you, I thought that if he was to come here, it'd be phenomenal because like the, the Colombian deal, base, I wanted it. Another oh, bad take. Nah, look, no, you don't think that the on, on a Tam on a Tam deal because, because everywhere he's gone, he goes, he shows up, plays two games, he gets parties, play it again. Yeah, and he's a party, he's a party animal. Even though he doesn't want to admit it, that's what happened with Sedan in in Madrid. Yeah. And all those things, you know, they started putting his ass on relax, relax, because he thought he was Cristiano Ronaldo. Relax. So, and, and, and obviously, it's not happening. But if you had the chance to sign him on a Tam deal, you wouldn't for a Tam deal. At this yeah. stage in his career, no, not, not, not with, 
especially okay. at, at, at this stage of his career, especially in this league, because he's not a guy that wants he's going to run. He's not a guy yeah. that is going to – like, if you're going to give me – and people always fucking criticize Messi because he walks. Yeah, but you know what? Give me the guy that walks but delivers and scores and, and does everything. This is true. It, it, this is it, true. And that little, but if you're going to have – I like James, and he's been playing actually pretty good in La Selección, you know, th this last few games. But he's a guy that's inconsistent. He's inconsistent. He he gets hurt, his calf. His, he's like Robbie, you know. He's like Robbie but actually, you know, ha has produced throughout his career. But, no, no, I, I wouldn't want him. I wouldn't want him. I'd rather have – if you're going to do that, spend that money on a younger guy. Give me a guy – you know that that that's younger. He's got a future. Just just a question for you guys. Steve Munoz just brought up that Colombians love la puteria. Um, <laughs> la puteria. So um, I was watching. I don't know if you guys have seen a Netflix documentary on Rene Guita. Just putting oh, yeah, that out there. Yeah, that was good. You guys, that, good. that is a really good watch. I've only halfway through. I was watching it while I was at the gym. Really good watch. So I, I highly recommend you guys watch that Rene Guita on Netflix. It's in Spanish since we're about to uh, transition over to what we're doing next week. It's in Verdad. Spanish. It, it, is, it is awesome, awesome, awesome. It is so I, I highly suggest it. And uh, Griselda on Netflix is also good. I haven't watched it, but I have heard good things. So if you have it, got it. Yeah. She's definitely a lot, a lot better looking than the, than the real Griselda. Yes, yes. <laughs> this is a fact. All right, so um, the season's starting soon, and we are starting a Batter Herons in Espanol show. And uh, like I said, I'm going to put the link down here again. If you haven't already, please subscribe. It will be the four of us coming to you Monday nights in Spanish. And, uh, and actually, I have it here, just so you know, it's going to look just maybe a little bit different. Uh, we're going to do La Noche Colors here, so just to differentiate um, – the, the shows so we got the black with the pink accents and todo en español we're gonna be doing it Monday nights so come hang out with us it'll be at 10 o'clock and uh, La Voz Solana and Chris with his pingas will be all there oh we'll be gosh, talking no. and it'll be episode number one will be on loud. Monday night yeah, our, mean, that's very our, our very own Fantasticos, our version of that's, the Fantasticos right here. That's, that's it. Right. That's it. That's right. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. And um, yeah, I, the only issue I have, and maybe somebody in the I, chat can help I us out. <laughs> I've grown accustomed. I started it maybe a little over 100 episodes ago. And if you guys have been watching this for a while. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, if you guys have been watching this for a while. You guys know that I bring in the show usually with a uh, Chris, the hair on the back. But that doesn't seem to work very well in Spanish. No, en español. No, la garza. There's no, I'm not calling them the garzas. No, we're not the garzas. No, no, no that's no, no, not, no. Hap not happening. Not happening. You got to do Spanish. I, I need to figure something out. Chris, I, I Chris, volvieron los herons. Chris, los herons están okay. de regreso. Something like that. Ya, yeah. ya regresamos. Re regresó los herons. I don't know. Oh, I got to right. figure this out. You got, time. you got time to work on it. You got time I got to till Monday because I've become so accustomed to bringing in the show like that that I, I feel like I need it. But uh, it's not. But no. Garzas, we, we, have, we got to find something. We got to find something that's smooth. Something yeah. that. Well, we have to find inspiration for sure. And we need something that's smooth. Absolutely. Los Volvieron bien. los pingones. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, I like, I like that you spell Chris with a C. You don't understand what a pet peeve that is for Chris. It is. Oh. It's really bad. That 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 
Tistro. And now everybody's just going to start doing it with a CH. It, <laughs> that's actually good. I like that. It's actually good. Yes, that's the big, that might be good, but then we we're going to get – we're gonna get destroyed because yeah. Pinga's gonna be the first, one of the first four words that we mentioned just getting on here. A hundred percent. Well, you're gonna throw that out so much that you might get us kicked off. We might get the channel uh, shut down before we would even get to start. I'm not gonna do so, that all the time. Look uh, at that. Now everybody's just going after me with the ch. <laughs> oh my god, you guys are awful. Right. You guys are awful. Uh, so this is gonna be a, a fun time. Episode number one comes on Monday, and uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. We've been talking about having a Spanish show for a while, so we're finally doing it, and uh, it should be really fun. So again, oh, I hope that you guys. Oh, I'm I, I sorry, I took it off you. Yeah. Now we're doing Christopher. That's even worse. <laughs> Um, do you want to ask our two guests your, your your famous questions, Chris, before they leave our English show? More more questions? Oh, do we do it? Okay, wait. All right. No, okay, I think I we know. did it though. We did the shopping cart one. I know. Right? Didn't we do the shopping cart? Did you do I the shopping cart, Solana? Solana? So, yeah, I don't know, but I'm a pusher. I'm not a puller. We, you know, I'm more oh, of a pusher. There you go. This, yeah. this is where go. you gotta be, you gotta pull that thing. You know what I'm nah, saying? It's nah, it's nah, nah, nah. You gotta right. assert well, I, leadership. I, I, I take I take my son it. with me, so I sit my son in the thing and, and we wow, interact. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. we have a, we have oh, a chat. No. We talk. We, ha- no, we talk no, about no, soccer. No, no. We talk about Suarez. I teach him how to bite people. What, what cereal is he having? There? What cereal is he having? There? <laughs> Hold on, I'll tell whoa, you what whoa, cereal is in there. I got whoa, some cereal. cinnamon toast crunch and some Reese's Puffs. No, hold on. Christopher, yeah, get it. What do you All mean? right. Well, let me tell you. I'll end it with this question. Yeah. Chris Yanks it. Oh my god. Um <laughs> what was I gonna say? Oh man. Oh, uh, I'll end yeah. it with this question. About the milk. Yes. Cereal eaters. Both of you eat cereal? Uh, okay, see. Yeah. So when you, you are done, I'll, I'll start with Xavier. When you finish eating your cereal, do you drink that milk or do you toss it? No, no, I don't I, I don't toss anything, dude. I don't know. I wouldn't yeah, drink it though, like a soup. Like, I, th- I thought you would. I thought you would ask if, if the cereal first and then the milk, or the milk first and then. The nah, everybody does cereal first. Everybody does cereal. Most first. people, most normal people do, but some people look. Some people pull the cart. You know? But what, once once Chris tells me that he pours his cereal first before the milk, then I'm like, okay, okay everybody yeah. does no, it because Chris no, is the only weirdo. But for sure, okay, if well. it, no, and, and that little bit oh. of milk, that little bit of milk goes down, man. I'm not tossing that, dude. I feel like a jerk. But you know what I do is I go ahead and I put more cereal in to finish off that milk. I don't just drink the milk by itself. No, but if I put more cereal, I'm putting more milk because it's usually just a what? little bit and then it's kind of dry. Yeah. Oh, you you're a weirdo, Solana. Do you also drink your milk after you eat the cereal? So I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this. A lot oh, of hate. But you're I, hate, oh. I hate milk. I hate oh, like what milk the hell? is almond milk. Almond, almond milk then. Almond milk. No, no, no. I Not so I eat no I I get I get my milk or my cereal I get honey bunches of oats and I mix it with some Activia yogurt. Uh, well, and then I, I, I cut I, up I some bananas. I cut up some bananas and I throw some bananas in that. No, I do that for the kids. That is delicious. That is delicious. You see, like, I, I, mix the, I mix up the Cheerios yogurt and said that I put frutillas sometimes for the kids for a kids breakfast. <laughs> Solana eat cereal with seltzer water. <laughs> I'm done. Fuji. I'm done. Fuji water. Fuji I'm done. Water. I'm out. Uh, Listen, 
Solana, you might as well eat your damn cereal with fucking <laughs> rocks. Okay? I'm fucking I'm you know, I'm I'm done. Look right there. Pablo's got it. Pablo's got it there, bro. He he knows. I got the clean colon. He knows. There you go, man. You gotta get the Activia probiotics. He knows. He knows. All right. Well, uh, I guess I guess we'll end it there. I don't even know where else to go with that. All right. Um, so again, one more time, I'll put that link in the in the description in the chat. Go ahead if you haven't already subscribed. We'll start that podcast uh, Monday at ten o'clock. All right. Um, <laughs> any talking. final words, Chris? The binga. I mean, oh, okay. fucking activity with your cereal. Yes, sir. I do the oikos. Oh, yeah. well, final thing is, is, is that preseason, you know, Rosario Central is coming in. Tata, that's going to be a big game for Tata and Messi. You know, how much is he going to play there? What's going to go down? Because he, he has to start. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I will hope he would start at maybe the most 45 and, and let's get out of Dodge and, and you know, and get ready for the season. Now, the Solana. question is, is is the stadium going to be pro-Newells or pro-Inter-Miami? You think That's, there's a chance that it's pro-Newells? Absolutely. No doubt. Really? And the only reason I say that is because in all my time I've spent outside of Dry Pink Stadium uh, over the last – since Messi got here, and I was out there a lot talking to a lot of fans, the most people I saw were people from Rosario coming here to watch games with Newells jersey. So I have no doubt that it could be maybe 50-50. Wow, and Steve Munoz uh, also agrees. Well, I, I, mean, I guess I could see that. Look, a lot of the season ticket holders aren't buying tickets because they're upset that they didn't get it included in the ticket package or the fact that they didn't get them first right of refusal. So there are a lot of Miami fans that are just choosing not to go because of the fact that it's a preseason game and they felt like they were gypped. Um, so, yeah, I guess I could see that. I just didn't think that there would be that many pro Newell boys supporters in Miami. That, 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 I guess that's what surprises me. All right. All right. Well, um, if you are listening on audio, we appreciate you listening all the way to the end. Please leave us five-star comment review. All that other good stuff. And if you are watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. Please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends. And as always, for those of you in the chat, thank you for distracting Chris for 60 minutes. We appreciate you. You guys are the best part of the show. And as always, until the next one, have a good one. Peace. Nos vemos el lunes.